Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I'm Mike Wilson, Chief Investment Officer and Chief U.S. Equity Strategist for Morgan Stanley. Along with my colleagues bringing you a variety of perspectives, I'll be talking about the latest trends in the financial marketplace. It's Monday, October 28th at 9 a.m. Eastern, so let's get after it. Last Friday, the S&P 500 touched its all-time highs that it first reached back in July. However, it may surprise first-time listeners if I told you the best-performing sectors since those old highs have been utilities, REITs, and consumer staples. On the other hand, it shouldn't surprise our regular listeners. Nevertheless, it's unusual for the major averages to make new highs when defensive sectors are leading. So what's going on? We think these conflicting dynamics can be explained by the divergence between weakening fundamentals and the ever-expanding monetary policy all over the world and progress on trade. The weakening fundamentals have led bottoms-up investors away from the more aggressive stocks and sectors and towards the defensive ones. However, the expanding liquidity and improving sentiment has continued to drive passive investment flows into the S&P 500. By our estimation, the S&P 500 is about 10% overvalued based on our leading growth indicators and valuation metrics. In the absence of a retightening of policy or a retracement of progress on trade, there's no reason to think that the broader market can't stay overvalued in the near term. However, there are some things that could lead to a modest correction as we go into the final months of the year. First, sentiment has improved a lot since August when there was growing concerns about recession risk thanks to escalating trade tension fears and uninspiring second quarter earnings results. Based on some very standard measures of sentiment, as well as our proprietary ones, we're back at extremely high levels suggesting that investors are no longer concerned about growth slowing further. Second, while there were signs last week that the U.S. and China are moving towards a phase one trade deal in November, we wonder if it will be comprehensive enough to change the negative trajectory of growth in the near term. In fact, we worry that recent upside surprises in growth in areas like semiconductors may have been simply a pull forward of demand as companies try to beat the December tariff deadline. If the risk of those tariffs going on is removed, won't there be some payback? Next, third quarter earnings season has been just as uninspiring as the first two quarters of the year, and the fourth quarter guidance has been more tepid than the consensus forecasters expected. What happened to the big second half recovery? At what point do investors have to finally admit that bad earnings results are actually bad for stocks? Finally, the Fed is scheduled to meet again this week to decide monetary policy. Currently, there's a 90% chance priced into the bond market for another quarter point rate cut to Fed funds rates. However, there's also an increasing opinion that they will tell us that's it for now, meaning no promises for more cuts to come in December or next year. While it's hard to know how the markets will react to a more hawkish rate cut, equities sold off after the two dovish Fed cuts in July and September. The bottom line for us is that very little has changed in the past three months. The S&P is back to its highs, meaning it's flat, and defensive sectors like utilities, consumer staples, and REITs continue to deliver the best returns, particularly on a risk-adjusted basis. Therefore, our advice remains the same. Stick to these defensive areas within your equity portfolios, particularly with the risk of a correction at the index level higher than it's been since July. Thanks for listening and tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for our latest thoughts on the market. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or a solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you.